0: Game four, Celtics' heat was one of the worst playoff games I've ever seen. I've seen blowouts before, but it seemed like Miami, with the exception of Victor Oladipo and maybe Duncan Robinson, quit. They gave no effort. And I said, for Miami to win this series, for them to have a real shot to get to the finals again, Jimmy Butler could be and would have to be the best player. But if Jimmy Butler's compromised physically... If he's got a problem with his knee and he can't be Jimmy Buckets, he's a lesser version of himself, Miami won't win this series. Period. That's If Jimmy Buckets can't be who he is, it's over. But Bam Adebayo, there's no excuse for the effort or lack of effort. You were the best player in game three. And we've been waiting to see you and you didn't show up until game three. And then you turn around in game four, nothing. No heart. No fight, no nothing. Bam has all the talent in the world. And if you rank the big men in this series, on talent alone, he's the best big man. Not just the best big man. He's one of the best players in this series, talent alone. But you can't get effort from him. You can't get a steady, impactful game from him. The effort, the aggression, it's every other game. That's another reason they can't win this series. If Miami goes on to lose this series, and obviously, like I said, if Jimmy Butler's compromised and he can't give you 25 or more and be who he is, the series is already over. But if they're going to give you the kind of effort that they gave last night, it's a wrap, period. If you're going to quit, if it's over, then just play your young players and start developing in them for the future. Give Gabe Vincent and Caleb Martin you know what I'm saying? Get give Struess, give those guys more minutes because your veterans, your star players, especially Bam out of bio. Jimmy Butler's got a health issue, but Bam, no excuse. I know Kyle Lowry's working his way back, but the idea that your starters, that your starters go seven for thirty six, I, I don't need to tell you what Boston did. I can just tell you what Miami didn't do. They didn't come to compete, period. Out West, the Warriors lead the Mavs 3-0, looking to sweep them tonight for the Mavs to extend their season. Luka's going to have to give you a 45-12-12 game, still get production from Brunson and Dimwitty, and they're going to need a fourth player. They're going to need someone else to make timely shots. Bullock, Doran Finney Smith, Bertans. someone other than Luca, Brunson, and Dimwitty have to come to play. And they have to play defense. Golden State, right now, the way they're moving the ball, the way they're getting to the basket, they look like they're in practice. And I know the Mavs have no shot blocking, but you can get out on the perimeter. You can hedge, you can rush Steph, get the ball out of his hands. You can be more sound as a team defensively, even if you don't have great individual defenders. I think Dallas gives you the best game of the series tonight. I don't know if they're going to win or not, but I think it's going to be a close game and it's going to be decided in the fourth quarter. I think the keys for tonight's Mavs-Golden State Warriors game, I I think the keys really is the Mavs have to stay attached to the Warriors if the Warriors get out to another fast start. On the flip side, I think the Mavs need to attack the basket like the Warriors have. And I've mentioned this before. The Warriors don't have a lot of shot blocking, maybe more than the Mavs, but they don't have shot blockers. The Mavericks have to attack the basket. And not with floaters, but go to the hole knowing there's going to be contact. Tonight, I think Luka needs to go to the hole trying to get to the free throw line 20, 25 times a game. Same same for Jalen Brunson. Same for Demwitty. Anybody in a Mavericks jersey, any opportunity you get to attack the basket, they have to do it. And defensively, you have to gang rebound. You have to end possessions. Too many times, Golden State is killing you on the offensive glass and getting too many second chance points. And for tomorrow night's game, Heat versus Celtics, I know Tyler Hero will be out. I know that Kyle Lowry's just getting back. Jimmy Butler is compromised physically. Whether they win or lose, I expect. The kind of effort that the Miami Heat are known for in tomorrow night's game. One last take. Sports fans do this all the time. I'm guilty of this. We do this. We get caught up in the moment sometimes and see a player do something special and immediately want to go to, he's one of the all-time greats. He's he's made it to that next level. I heard someone say today that if Steph Curry wins the finals MVP this season, along with the title, obviously. It will put him right in the middle of Mount Rushmore and not Magic Johnson out of Mount Rushmore. That's insanity. And that's not that's not anything to do about being stuck in the past or anything you're talking about. Someone who went to nine finals in 12 years, won five championships, three times finals MVP, three times regular season MVP, MVP, a guy that literally with Larry Bird, saved the NBA, one of the greatest, if not the greatest leader in professional basketball. I'm sorry, Steph is a great player. And I think he's changed the game in the sense that he's taken what people have done with a three point shot and weaponized it to a whole nother level. Because Steph, unlike most guys, he's not a catch and shoot guy. He's taking you off the dribble and raining it from 35, 40 feet. He's special and unique that way. But it's not like he's unguardable or that Steph has 10 scoring titles or that he has six MVPs or he has four or five finals MVPs he's a special talent Magic Johnson is not just an all time great he's legit Mount Rushmore and I said this earlier today and I'll say it again because if you're launching him into Mount Rushmore that would mean top four all time take the best version of Steph whatever version you want the very best version of Steph and then take the best version of Kobe Bryant then tell me with a straight face, Steph Curry's better than Kobe Bryant. I'll be back tomorrow in the aftermath of Warriors Mavs. Also, we'll get into Celtics Heat. And we're going to talk about something else. A lot has been made of Andrew Wiggins and what the expectations were for him coming out. And I've said this many times, that there are a lot of talented and gifted players, but they're not meant to be number ones. Some aren't even meant to be number twos, and they have to find their niche. Another example is Joe Johnson, terrific scorer, talented player. But I don't think Joe Johnson was meant to be the guy. Just think how productive and how we would look at Joe Johnson Say if he played alongside a guy like Tim Duncan or if he played alongside LeBron James. Andrew Wiggins came out with a lot of hype. He was the number one pick. And it wasn't that he didn't play well, but he wasn't the kind of player that was a transformative player or he changed the fortunes of a franchise. He's a very good player. He has number one talent, but he has the mentality of someone who's comfortable being a third or fourth option. And there's nothing wrong with that going forward that's what we'll get into in a couple of these shows coming up we'll talk about what are the other guys of the past They're, name name five or six guys who would have been better off as second or third options